Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Mike Shope. Last night at 12.30 in the morning, I ate a can of mushrooms. (laughs) I did. Pieces and stems, if you're wondering. As opposed to buttons, it was pieces and stems, which will be my next year's fantasy football team name. Pieces and stems. Pieces and stems. <laughs> and the bulldog. I should be ashamed to admit this publicly, but whatever. How long we've we been doing this? I'm a junkie. I can't be trusted. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Still true. No lies contained within. I am the bulldog. Glad to have you with us here on this. Tuesday, now evening, Mike Shope is on vacation. Nate Geary, cool enough to step in the last couple of days. He'll be off tomorrow. Sal will be in the chair or at home or whatever. Uh, But Sal will be co-hosting, and then Nate will be in for the back end of the week. Tomorrow will be a hockey night. The Sabres are in Montreal to play the Canadiens. Friday night, they will be in Columbus to play the Blue Jackets. I'm about um, 30 games in to... Sabres on the money line as an underdog and Tage Thompson to score a hat trick without getting paid yet. Um, I kind of, I kind of feel like I got to keep going because one hit is going to like, I'm still, I'm still going to be way, way, way on the right side. If, but, but you know, I definitely would not have expected it to be February and him not to have a single hat trick yet this season. Yeah. But you know, so it goes anyway, eight Oh three Oh five fifty is the number. Been talking some football um, almost all day. And that shall continue into this, the 6 o'clock hour. Mike is first up this segment. Hi, Mike. Thank you for calling. You're on WGR. How you doing, Chris? Good. Thank you. Hey, uh, here's what I got to say. Step on big. Everybody is, I'm not going to say everybody. That's a, that's a bad word. But there are a lot of people that are uh, really dissing his, this guy. This guy is a superstar that's made some mistakes, opened his mouth and said some stupid things, but I personally saw him 
in Buffalo at the YMCA taking care of an enormous amount of kids from the city during Thanksgiving two years ago and last year, giving away turkeys, taking pictures, autographs, uh, just being there as a, a you know, a, as a superstar. Mm-hmm. And we have too many people complaining about Stefan Diggs. Okay, number one. Number two, Gabe Davis is not going to get the kind of money everybody thinks he's going to get. He's just too inconsistent. And last but not least, number three, I think we are going to end up re-signing Jordan Phillips and Shaq Lawson to the veteran minimum because they want to stay in Buffalo. And, you know, I also believe we are going to get a defensive tackle in the first round, and then in the second round we're going to go for a receiver. That's all I have to say. Okay, Mike. Thanks for taking my call, and have a great day. Thanks. You too. Uh, I appreciate the uh, um, uh, the story about Diggs. A lot of guys are, are out there doing that stuff, and good good on them for, uh, for doing it. Um, Look, the digs. I don't. I don't know. Do Do you think? I don't think the majority of fans that are maybe tired of digs or fatigued by digs, if those aren't exactly synonymous, uh, to some extent, are mad that he can't play anymore. It's more that there's this sort of. I feel like everybody reaches this breaking point with at different times, and and maybe this round of Super Bowl media week with Diggs being intentionally vague about the future is a, is a breaking point for someone. Maybe other people broke last year when he was yelling at, at Josh Allen and stormed out of the locker room, uh, or in, in the spring when he when the coach botched uh, his not being there for the start of mandatory minicamp. You just sort of get tired of the lack of a better word, the drama, and just want a guy to just you know just just do his job and play. And it just feels like there's stuff. The stuff is to me still relatively insignificant by NFL standards. Like I, I, that's why I'm even hesitant to use the word drama. I don't feel like it. It is. It's a scene or it's a big problem. Um, could he handle some things differently? Would I prefer that he does? Sure, but I I, I don't feel like there is. A, a swell of people telling you he can't play anymore. Um, I think there is concern about why the numbers have dropped and why he hasn't shown up in the playoffs, but I feel like that's what the Bills need to attack and fix. Like, I, I pretty much agree with them. I think he still is a number one receiver, and I think they need to get him more help and get Allen more help, and I think everything will be fine. And that's where I think we're going to end up. And, you know, a part of that is because financially they're kind of in a position where that's what they have to do. I think so. Some of that is maybe more hope than it is, you know, definitive, but nonetheless. Uh, thank you for the call again. Appreciate it. Jimmy is next up. Hi, Jimmy. Thanks for calling. You're on WGR. Hey, hey Chris. Uh, thanks for taking the call. Hey, um, uh, I heard a couple guys calling about Gabe Davis and um, a funny little story. I'm down here in Miami and um, I listen to WQAM from Kansas. Anyway, um, one of the, uh, about three or four weeks ago, Javon Holland was on. He was injured the last couple games of the season. So he went into the studio and he was talking to the guys. And they were asking him some questions like, 
I don't know, who, silly stuff. Like who's the who's the friendliest guy in the locker room? Who's the funniest guy? Anyway, one of the questions he asked him was, who's the toughest guy you ever played against in the NFL? Now, Holland's only been in the NFL since 2021. So it's not like he's been in the league for mm-hmm. 10 years. But anyway, he's a pretty good safety. And Yeah, I like this player a lot. Yeah, Holland. He's a good player. I yeah, think yeah. he was a Pro Bowl guy this year and maybe last year. But anyway, um, I thought he was going to say Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. I could have listed a bunch of people. I don't know, Kelsey. He said, Gabe Davis is the toughest guy I ever played against. And they said, why? He says, well, the guy's constantly holding me. He's grabbing my jersey. He's in my way. I'm trying to get to the ball. I'm trying to get to a receiver. I'm trying to get to where I'm supposed to go. And the guy knows exactly where I'm going. And he's, he's mm-hmm. dri- he drives me cra- I'm paraphrasing, but pretty much. Yeah, yeah, you know, I got you. Me- yeah, he drives me crazy. And I guess, I don't know. Gabe does a lot of stuff. I'm not a big Gabe Davis fan. I don't think he's going to be with the team next year. He's probably going to get eight or ten million from somebody, but I don't think the team could afford him. But you know, you probably saw that viral video at the end of the Chiefs game where some drunken fan was yelling and screaming at Davis was even when he was walking off the field. I, it was disgusting. I, I can't believe a fan would do that, but. You know, alcohol does things to some people, and it was really disgusting. And, uh, you know, that's not a fan as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you can- yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I, I didn't I didn't spend much time with it. Uh, I did see it. Uh, it crossed my face. Thank you for the call, Jimmy. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I um I I like Javon Holland a lot. Um, I don't really put much stock in what guys say about other guys. They could be friends. They could be whatever. And you know everything he the the call is referencing that that this player supposedly said about Davis. None of it's he's catching touchdowns over my head. Uh, it's you know really what you sort of fill out the point about what Davis's value to the Bills, why they like him so much, is because he works really hard and he will he will put his body out there and block and he's aggressive that way. He's not a guy that if the ball isn't coming his way, he goes away. A guy like that is can be really hard and tough to play against. Um I just need a better receiver in the body that is doing those things. Yeah, he had zero catches on two targets uh, against the Dolphins in uh, week week eight, seven, eighteen, last week of the year. Um, we got hurt early in that game. I think that's did he? that's when he got injured. Was against Miami. Okay, and he missed the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, mean, I think that's right. But I guess where I, I, I here's the thing I do appreciate uh, in the point you just made about Gabriel Davis um, when he isn't impacting the game uh, in the passing game. He's not the guy that uh, – he's not George Pickens, mm-hmm. right? And, and I – yeah, that's, that's, an, that's uh, not an easy – for that position, which we've talked about. Right. It's not easy to swallow and then go out there and play your next rep the best of you can without distraction, without being upset, without showing body length, all that stuff, right? That's, he didn't at one time this year when he was going through that stretch of games where he had like four out of seven games where he had zero catches – in two of which he had zero targets. At no point in those games that I see, oh, there's Gabe Davis. Pouting. He ain't happy and he's right. pouting. <laughs> right. That is, I think, a huge check in his face. That that's that is not nothing to me. Um but I, I just but I'm not, res- pay- I'm not paying twelve or fifteen million dollars a year for that. And also I also need a wide receiver that you can't possibly go four out of six games without having a catch because you know he's too good to not have the ball in his hands. And at no point were the Bills like, ah, no catches the last two games. 
we are not good enough to not have him get the ball. That never, like, that wasn't a thing. It was, you know what they kept saying is, he's out there blocking his ass off. He won the MVP of the game. Okay. Relax. <laughs> Relax. Right. Okay. He didn't win the MVP of the game. I get what you're, I, I know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I get it. He's a receiver. You want to be out. If you're the offensive coordinator who over the last two weeks has been calling offenses that hasn't been able to find him getting the ball in two weeks and he's your number two receiver, yeah, you're going to go out and make sure you praise a guy for not pouting, right. for right. giving great blocking reps. But but what you might do if the guy really warrants it and deserves it is feed him. Make sure he gets the ball. <laughs> feed him, right? And yeah. there's just that the just doesn't. Just doesn't happen, uh, really, right? The Tampa game might have been the only game this year where I felt like they really they fed him and they used him differently in that game. Um, and maybe that's the game that if I'm his agent, I am sending all the teams in the league that are interested in him. Like, look, he can do these other things for you too. It's just not on a regular basis. The Bills didn't trust it. Jay is up next. Hi, Jay. Thanks for calling. You're on WGR. Hi, guys. How are we doing today? Great, man. How are you? Uh, I can't complain. I just want to uh, make the point that, um, in my opinion, I appreciate what Gabe Davis did for us and everything, but it might, you know, I think we dodge a bullet by not having to pay this guy. And hopefully, fingers crossed, we draft this guy in the first round. Um, and then, you know, to build off of that, I don't see Stephon Diggs going anywhere. I think he's too, too valuable to that wide receiver room. Next year on third down, third and five, it's got to be Diggs. Um, Josh Allen has way too much of a connection with him. And um, I think he would really be hurt to lose Diggs and have to almost hit her. You know, I want him to get a new toy. Um, you know, I would like to see more passes go to Kincaid. But, you know, just like you said, build around Diggs. And I don't need Diggs to be a wide receiver one, but I need him to be there on third down and when it matters for us next year. If he's not wide receiver one, who is? Uh, well, I mean... I want most targets to go to him, but I guess um, most of the big plays I would be okay with seeing go somewhere else. To like a, I see. You know, Someone who's not here yet. Yeah. Decade. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate the uh, appreciate the call. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I think they're going to need him to be their number one wide receiver uh, d- desperately. Um, and I, I think like my whole off season is mostly predicated on them finding players that help unlock that that's that for lack of a like you know less sloppy way to put that like that's pretty much what they need to do um and that's what i think they will do um is is exactly that you know will it work is a question you know because you're you might be counting on a rookie to do it and Maybe maybe the best I mean best case scenario is what you you draft a rookie at twenty eight and he turns into Justin Jefferson right away like out of the box like, oh my god look at this guy this guy's incredible how likely is that I mean is there a chance it could happen sure but I don't think it's very likely maybe the maybe the realistic hope is that you find your way to a player who maybe has a rookie year arc that's similar to Rasheed Rice in Kansas City who like it it takes a little while we're we're looking at the front end of the season going I don't know I thought we were going to improve the passing game where is it and then you know you get to Thanksgiving and suddenly like oh 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 there he is there's the guy um you know that's that's not ideal but that might be that's certainly to me more realistic than you're just showing up and getting a guy out of the wrapper that's great uh as soon as he steps on the field Jake is next up hi Jake thanks for calling you're on WGR 
Uh, hi, guys. I just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the salary cap issue next year. Mm-hmm. This is about what the Bills can do with the salary cap and the draft. Because I was messing around seeing, you know, who who they owe money to next year and things like that. And we're really, really tied up in, like, a bunch of guys' contracts. Obviously, Allen and Diggs are, like, our two highest. But mm-hmm. it seems like we put a lot of effort and money into Von Miller, who's just not going to turn out. And it almost seems like at this point, let's beam just restructures and – cuts a couple guys and just does some major restructuring we're kind of we're kind of screwed with free agents like it doesn't look like we could sign any of our guys nor can we sign anyone else well that yeah i I, it looks dire i know uh jake and thanks for for bringing this up i you know one resource i mean there's lots of ideas and and like i'm sure we'll get like sal will have his own version of this and his off-season tracker spot track i talked to mike janitti a couple weeks ago that's the that's the guy behind spot track great salary tracking website and they put together not just for the bills. I mean, they do they cover the whole league and and all all the major sports too, from a financial standpoint. Um, there are a lot of way a lot of things the bills can do, starting with with Allen's contract, um, and th- they can free up almost twenty three million dollars redoing Allen's contract. So that that's almost half of what you're over the cap by already. Just one redo. Deion Dawkins is another candidate to maybe do that with. Um, you can extend Taron Johnson and Rasul Douglas. There's more money, more money. There's ways you can do it. Um, there will be cuts. I mean, will <clears throat> Naheem Hines, Deontay Hardy, you know, Tredavious White even, I think is at least worth contemplating. They'll find their way to, I mean, to, to doing some business in free agency. There's no Von Miller signing coming. They're not going to have the resources to do that, but, there are contracts that they can work with that can get them some money to sign bargain receivers like Kendrick Bourne. We talked about earlier today uh, a little bit. Uh, they'll they'll find their way to doing things. Maybe they'll even find their way to enough money to keep a Daquan Jones around, which to me would be the guy at the top of the list of their free agents that I would grab. You can also work with Dawson Knox's contract if you want to. You That's can, an, you can work with and, and make things with um... – Mitch Morse's contract yep. and you know there's 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 a lot that they'll be able to do over the next couple of weeks before trade the legal tampering period opens to get close to compliance and listen I mean guys like Deontay Hardy Naeem Hines those right. guys are probably gone um, and you can replace them with cheaper you know options that mm-hmm. you know in the case of Hines isn't coming off of an ACL injury so that it's if, if you haven't read it Joe Biscalia put together a really, really comprehensive mm-hmm. piece where he basically walks through getting them to about $10 million in cap space. Um, not easily, but, you it know. Can, yeah, it'll, they'll find their way to it. Uh, so, like, that's, that, that's, that's the way I would, uh, I would approach that. It's not going to be easy, but I think that, you know, they'll, they'll find their way and, and add, their, add their guys and, and make it work. Um, the two things I would not do is, is touch Diggs' contract, or Von Miller's contract. I, I'm just going to have to eat it on those fronts and hope I get some value out of both guys. I'm still relatively optimistic about Diggs. I have no idea what you should expect from Von Miller, other than he's going to be here with a massive cap number. Because uh, I do not want to lessen that blow and kick that can down the road with where he's at in his career. I just don't think that's called for at all. That doesn't mean they're not going to do it. They could, they could save money doing it. 
but it's just going to make it more painful next year or the year after whenever they decide they want to divest themselves of him. So I would just kind of eat it for the year uh, on that front. Thank you for the call. Very much uh, enjoyed that. Uh, we'll take a time out here, and we come back. We'll get uh, the aforementioned Matt Harmon. We'll get his rundown on the Bills' receiver room and the way forward at receiver with him, one of our favorites after this. Nate Geary's in for Mike Show. I am the Bulldog. You're listening to WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 